Hello, this is Bill Lytell again for some wisdom for your walk. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, prejudice and this whole racist uh, talk that's been going on all over the liberal media, how wanting to make uh, us, uh, especially evangelical Christians and things, racist or white people racist. And um, the title of this is Born Again People, Christian People Are Colorblind. Biblical Christians are colorblind. comes out of uh, Acts chapter 10, where um, Peter, let me just read it, and starting in verse 5. And now uh, uh, the centurion that the angel appeared to uh, came to hunt for Simon, and he lodged with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. This is in verse 6. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. When the angel which spake of Christ was departed to two of his household servants and devout soldiers of them that waited on him continually. When he had declared all these things to them, he sent them to Joppa. Now tomorrow they went on the journey, drew nigh to the city. Peter went up to the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. He became very hungry and would have eaten, but while he made uh, ready, he fell into a trance. And he saw heaven open and a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth, wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts and of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And there were lobsters in there and snails and escargot, as they call them, and things forbidden by the Jews to eat. And there came a voice uh, to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. God don't kill your food for you. you got to kill it and eat it. And Peter said, No, not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean by the law of Moses. And a voice spake unto him again a second time, What God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. If we go back down there a little bit down to verse uh, 28, and he, uh, Peter's explaining this to the centurion. He says, you know how it is a lawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or even come, in, uh, uh, come unto one of another nation. But God has showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Hence the idea that biblical Christians are colorblind. Uh, we don't care red or yellow, black or white. They're all precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. And he loves everybody of the world. One thing in life I've had to battle is uh, visual prejudice. In other words, sometimes you come under, somebody comes in your church to visit, and they got a hog ring, uh, earrings, posts on their, ear, on their eyebrows, tattoos all over their body, uh, long, wild-looking hair. Uh, gold teeth, uh, front teeth, uh, clothes that are real strange and unusual. And immediately your human nature would be to want to relegate them to these people are nuts. You know, they're unsavable. They're, they're shot. But that's not the way we, we can't be that way as a born-again Christian. And actually what I've found is those are the people that God's going to save. Those are the people that are going to be transformed by the grace of God and salvation. Um, we have a preacher locally here that was part of the Ohio, uh, like a Hell's Angels chapter called the Outlaws. 
and he has a picture of himself before he got saved. I mean, he had long hair, sunglasses, earring, rough looking, you know, uh, violent violence hanging off of him like dew in the morning. And yet here he is, one of the most gentle, sweet guys uh, in our area as a pastor, just a gentle giant, a nature of a man. And he's been pastoring now for many, many years of a church up in Port Charlotte. And so there you go. God saved him and his dear wife, which were totally immoral and wild and crazy, saved them, called them into the ministry. I taught in a Bible Institute. They were part of my student body, one of my best students, straight-A students, loved God, were all in. And, and it goes back to this, folks. Jesus said, to whom much is forgiven, you love much. If you, you've been forgiven, if you at least feel, and that's the perception, by the way, if you feel you've been forgiven much, you're going to love much. The problem with people raising Christian homes is a lot of times they don't they haven't gone out and had uh, immorality, at least physical immorality, though they may have thought about it. But they haven't gone out and physically been immoral, or they haven't smoked cigarettes, cigars, marijuana, uh, crack cocaine. They haven't gone out and gotten a drunk on and and been drunk for three four days and. Or or uh, uh, done done literal cocaine or a heroin or they haven't gone and gotten their whole body tattooed up, hall rings put in, posts put in, uh, you know, gold front teeth and all I mentioned before. They haven't done all that, so they feel like, well, you know, I haven't done all that much. I've heard people tell me I haven't really done all that much as bad, folks. I'm telling you, get this and get it good. Read Romans chapter three. And read the description God has there for the unsaved, every unsaved person, not just some unsaved people, but all unsaved people. Romans chapter 3, verse 10, all the way down through 23. And when you read that section of Scripture, it's going to knock your socks off. I mean, you and I are wicked. Our righteousnesses, says in Isaiah, are before God as filthy rags, putrefied. The word filthy means putrefied. Rag, something that would turn your head and make you cough and gag. That's our righteousnesses before God. And so we stand before God, guilty sinners, unable to save ourselves by any amount of good works. Uh, we're all wicked. We're all vile. I was raised in a Christian home. My mom and dad got saved two years old when I was two years old. They were 33 years old. And man, I didn't know anything but independent, fundamental, Bible believing, King James Bible church uh, since then to now. But I can tell you before God, I'm a vile, wicked sinner, unable to save myself and unworthy to be saved. But God saved me and I've been forgiven much. It's got, it's a mindset. Get it in your mind. You've been forgiven much. You've been forgiven tremendous amount. And consequently, you love much. You're all in. You're, you're, you're fired up. We had a guy recently go to heaven, Ben Atto and Ben Atto. Man, he was fired up. I'd say one thing about Ben, he was all in. He was every he, he was 100% with you. Man, there's nothing like that to have a guy or a woman or a man that's 100%. He and his wife are the same. They were they're ton, 100% in what's going on for God in the local church. I mean, they're everything going. They got there at the revivals. You can plan on it. They're at the missions conferences. They're giving. They're at door-to-door, door-to-door. They're with the Christian school. They're helping out in all kinds of other areas, decorating the church and, and just doing. That's what, that's what God wants us to be. He don't want us to be out on the fringe, just giving a little bit, throwing in a little pittance of offering once in a while, a little pittance of your time, a little pittance of your talent, 
Uh, he wants you to give every, give of your best to the master, give of the strength of your youth. Boy, my brother and sister in Christ. Uh, uh, we, going back to my original theme, we are absolutely uh, un, not prejudiced. We are not prejudiced as born-again Christians. And I know humanly we are. So you got to fight this thing. you got to wrestle this old man in you that wants to be prejudiced by looking at somebody. I could tell you story after story of people come in, gospel baptist, long hair, wild looking. Our people don't say anything to them. They love on them. They tell them about Jesus. Obviously, when they come in, they can see what we look like. They can see what we're dressed like. You don't have to say nothing, man. They see the difference. Uh, and pretty soon... Uh, you know, the hair gets cut pretty soon, the tongue posts come out, pretty soon the nose ring comes out, pretty soon the earrings come out, and the, and the, they can't get rid of the tattoos, or they, but they get to even come to me and say, Preacher, I'm ashamed of these tattoos, and I want to wear long sleeve shirts all the time. I want to cover them up because I'm ashamed of my past life. Well, God bless your soul. Amen, amen, amen. We ought to be ashamed of the sins we've done, but... By the grace of God, you can use it for his glory. May the Lord give you some wisdom for your walk. We born-again Christians are colorblind because don't you call anything common or unclean that God has made. That's the lesson of, the, of uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 28. You look at it yourself, you meditate on it, and see if you don't come up with the same conclusion. May the Lord bless you today.